This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Green Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello friends, this is Mike from Hannigan Media and I am here in the office of head TVCC football coach Sherrod Poteet. How you doing today, Coach? Well, it's good to talk to you again. It's been a bit, but it, it was not that long ago. Not that long because it was just spring football, but we're about to get back at it. Um, ready to kick off uh, Saturday here at Bruce Field, first game of the normal season. Uh, and you have a new team coming in that I've never heard of until I saw them on the schedule, ASA Miami. Real quick, before we get into the normal stuff, tell us a little bit about ASA Miami, just as like a school, how they, have they been around, where, where are they from, how they get on our schedule? So, um, you know, it's an institution, they actually have two schools, they have a Brooklyn campus and they have a Miami campus, um, and they are in JCAA team, um, they, they compete, they're a legit, you know, team, so I know in the, the past we've had some, uh, just trying to fill a non-conference schedule. It's hard. There's not teams in our area, so we we wind up playing some prep schools from time to time, and those type schools. And we try to um, appreciate those guys playing us when we need them to. But if we can find other teams to play, we want to. You know, kind of going back to last year, we had scheduled Georgia Military and Dodge City, trying to get NJCAA teams. Obviously, COVID knocked that out. So just trying to reach out, um, trying to find another team to play that was the NJCAA team. Uh, Miami um, had a open spot on their right, on their schedule, and so we were able to fill that with them. And um, they're used to traveling because down in Miami, it's a long ways to go just to get out of the state of Florida, let alone to another junior college team. So they play usually a big schedule of the East Coast JCs. Um, but uh, obviously, they they're looking forward to coming in Texas and playing a team from our conference. So it was a little difficult to find much about ASA Miami. I did check out their Twitter account. One of the things it says is that they're the only JUCO team in Florida. So like you said, they've got to be used to traveling. Uh, They played this spring just like uh, TVCC did. Only their season didn't go quite as well. They had a lot of cancellations. They didn't get to play all schedule. Yeah, so a lot of their teams that they were playing East Coast teams that they had on their schedule – um, canceled. You know, a lot of teams on, on in that area of the country, just with the pandemic, everything going on, they just weren't able to to field teams, field you know students at the college. So their season got shortened. All right. So tell us what you know about ASA Miami, the Silver Storm, <clears throat> the Silver Storm. For, for those who don't know, it's the Silver Stormers. Uh, the Silver Storm. So tell us a little bit about them. They are some athletic dudes. Um, no, not a ton of film, like you said, out there on them, but the, the bits that we have seen from them, just, you know, defensively, guys that get after, they run, they're, they're big up front, they, they penetrate, um, they're more of kind of a penetrating defensive line instead of more of a gap scheme, um, if, you know, they will give up a gap if they can get in the backfield. So, um, you know, we're gonna have our hands full up front. 
Um, they've got some safeties, um, some linebackers that, that run really well. Uh, number 20 for them is a big-time ball player. He's in the box. He's back in the secondary. He plays all over the field for them, and he gets after it. Um, offensively, same thing. They've got some guys. They try to, they're very similar to us, I would say, offensively. They want to get their guys in space and get them the ball. Um, they're going to be balanced, run game, um, passing game. They're going to be balanced. They're going to be a spread kind of team as well. Um, but, goodness, there's just, you know, it's Miami. It's the state of Florida. It's the only junior college there. They have talent. Yeah, uh, if, if we all know that Texas has the best football in the country, and we do know that, uh, Florida would probably be number two. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure that they have a lot of players. They really it, do. It's interesting what you said a little bit there about uh, their defensive line and how they penetrate, uh, only because, to me, that that starts to sound like their mindset, their strategy on defense. They want to disrupt they're not a read and react. They're an attack kind of a defense. Attack, see if they can penetrate, you know, move the line of scrimmage back and just create some chaos. Um, obviously, that is susceptible to some minus yardage, big plays on their part. But if if we can kind of get them maybe up the field and maybe we can open up a gap in, in our mind, you know, hopefully, that we can have some big plays. So can we stay away from the negatives? Can we stay in the positives? The other thing about that is it certainly opens you up into into some old-time trap plays, counter plays, um, misdirection, those kinds of we things. We hope so. I would think. Um, okay, so offensively you're saying that they look a lot like most of the teams that you'll meet nowadays. A spread offense looking to uh, spread you out from sideline to sideline, take advantage of matchups, whether they're passing the ball or throwing the ball, which is not something that, which is something that you should be used to. And true, and the, the, the you know the thing about a, the first game of the season is yeah. when you don't have a lot of film on somebody that didn't play a lot in the spring. Is you know, like us, we lost twenty four players from the spring that's moved on to four year schools. Sure. So, what kind of guys have they had to reload with? What guy, you know, do they how many guys do they have back, which we don't know that yet. Um, so. Um, it's kind of a lot of up in the air, right? Things right now, so you kind of prepare for a little bit of everything, and and we'll see what we get on kickoff at one o'clock on Saturday. That's really that's really difficult. Um, I know coaches love to have that kind of an understanding of what's going on. That uh, being unsure is sort of the worst feeling. Walking into a stadium, I would think. Um, all right, tell us a little bit, though, like you said, a lot of turnover from the spring. Um, you're a completely new team. So tell us a little bit about your team. How does it look going into week one? Looking forward to seeing these guys compete, you know, just against somebody else uh, finally go out there as one unit. Because right now it's offense versus defense. Offense versus sure. every day we're split. There's some people on this side, on that sideline. It'll be awesome to get all of our team on one sideline, got each other's back going out there and playing somebody else um yeah we lost some guys so if you go to our linebacker core last year it was like sophomores all the way across the board too deep you know we have one guy basically returning so a lot of freshmen a lot of new guys getting after it um and um so we're excited about seeing some of those young guys play this year um Kerry Brooks is returning he was like the one returner um uh, back from the linebacker position he's had a really good fall camp um in the secondary had some guys move on, transfer. You know, Massey was our safety last year. He's at Oregon State now. Just guys moving on. Had a corner 
That's at New Mexico State. So now we've replaced the, some of those guys. You know, some of those freshmen that we had a year ago are now getting the opportunity to step up and make some plays. Ja'Carian Latham's had a really good um, fall camp for us in the secondary. Um, looking forward to seeing him just grow as the season goes along. Um, Dabari Hawkins is a kid that we added this summer. Um, so another long six foot four safety that um, I think his best football is ahead of him. You know, defensive line is where we actually have several guys back. We were kind of young last year. Hey, we were we were old at the linebacker spot, but we were young at the defensive line spot. So Ju- JUCO football, you, it flips. If you're it flips. if you are young this year at this position, you're going to you're going to have experience next year and vice versa. So, you know, the defensive line right now returning for us that played in the spring yeah. is Darren Roberson, um, a defensive end, uh, Buddy, we call him Buddy, uh, Kamar J. Kinney, and, um, he's, he's returning back for us on the defensive line, Caleb Williams, uh, Alvino Carver Hall. So we have some guys there that will be back that will kind of get after it for us on the defensive line. And the defense was impressive in the spring. Yeah. So we just expect them to be that way again. That's right. right. That's right. Tell Coach Reed, defense coordinator, hey, uh, promise you won't win every time you shut them out. That's we'll right. Win. That's right. That's right. Coach Reed, all you have to do is hold them to zero. Hold them to zero. We'll win. Yeah. Um, but, but it's, it, yeah, I think that, uh, again, the defense played really well in the spring. Everybody played really well in the spring, actually. And so it's nice to have some of those guys back, I know, in some of those positions. Tell us about the offensive side of the ball. So up front, uh, we had uh, four guys move on, you know, four four starters, you know, at the offensive line, move on to four-year schools, and then kind of our sixth offensive lineman, if you would, moved on. So um, only was one guy returning that has playing experience for us in in a Trinity Valley Cardinal uniform and O-line. Wow. So kind of that JUCO, you know, we're flipping uh, flipping the script a little bit there. So um, young guys, talented guys, the reason why we recruit them and signed them, excited about them, College football starts for them on, on Saturday, you know, so they're going to get a taste and we'll know where we're at. Um, so young, athletic, that type of stuff on the uh, offensive line. Um, receiver-wise, you know, we've got some guys returning back. Um, Cam Camper, um, who had a great four-game span with us last year. He missed the early part of the spring season with an injury. Corey King was a second-team All-American. He's returning back to us. Julian Johnson played a lot of snaps for us at receiver. So there's three guys right there. we got a guy back from a red shirt, uh, Cordell David, so we expect some really good things from him. And then we got back from an injury, uh, Jaquan Tillis. So we got four or five receivers right there that we think can play, and that can play it and, and do well for us, but they can play at the next level. Johnson was also one of those guys that I would have just called a weapon. You moved him around the formation. You used him in a lot of different positions. Yep, he was able to play inside a forest, outside for us, and um, he just had some – he produced a lot for us last year, and obviously we're expecting that to continue this fall. Um, running back-wise, we've, you know, um, we have several guys back. Cordrick uh, Dunn is back for us, who, you know, was our leading rusher from the yeah. spring. Um, our second leading rusher from the spring, um, Cam Collier, is back. And then Montavian Hunt, a kid from Jasper, just a tough, hard-nosed runner. And, uh, and Zion Hester. So we got four guys back from last spring at the running backs. And you talk about a guy with experience. Dunn's been around a while and mm-hmm. been there, done that in some really big games. He has. And, you know, he made some big time plays for us last year on third down. And those just kind of stick out the coach's yeah. mind on some third downs where he, you know, protected and then got into his secondary route. And then as the play continued on, he was able to go find a spot and catch a football on third down and move the chains. A couple of um, passes up the sidelines that That's were it. really important, especially 
against Tyler, I remember. He did that. He did that with Tyler and did it in the last game of the season versus Navarro yeah. and did, he, you know, made some really good plays for us. So we're excited about having him back as well to add to our uh, running back room. Um, you know, the tight end H back position were three new guys. We, you know, the guys we had last year have all moved on. So three freshmen there. Um, so those guys are just our, their best football will be ahead of them as well. Well, that's another important thing, too, when you factor in the newness of the offensive line. When you have also that, that H-back position, which I know you guys use a lot of the mm-hmm. times, uh, as that pull block, very important in the run game. So it'll be interesting to see how those come together. Tell me about the quarterback room. Well, and the beautiful thing about that, we you know had a couple guys move on, transfer to four-year schools. So, But we've got four guys back. That, that went through spring practice with us. So, you know, um, Jordan Davis played receiver and quarterback for us in the spring. Um, and then Bronson McClellan, those two guys, Jordan Davis, Bronson McClellan, are going to play quarterback Saturday. They're both going to play, both going to get game reps, that type of situation. Um, and then you never know what happens through practice. I've got a um, couple other guys that are really competing to pushing those guys. Blake Hurster, Tucker Yarbrough. Um, are two guys that are that are right there, kind of knocking on the door of of getting playing time as well. And then um, we have Riggs McDonald, who actually played for us in the spring as well, but he's kind of been banged up the, the through fall camp with a little injury, which has taken some reps away from him. And then um, Andrew McBride, you know, so we got six guys that we have really good feelings about. They've shown through practice, through our two scrimmages we've had, that every one of them have led touchdown drives. They've all made really good decisions. They've they've we can um, do the move the ball or feet, and they've done a really good job of throwing the football. So we're excited about that room as a coach. You know, depth is always a, a blessing, and and I think we're really deep at the quarterback position. And you, I think, over the last few years, um, have gotten that uh, uh, gotten into that habit too of making sure that uh, you're playing multiple quarterbacks, whether someone's hurt or not, because. You never know, I think, that you've been caught before where you get to the end of the season and you're playing a guy who hasn't had any time on the field. And well, early on, or, you know, we, we, we want that, we want some guys to get a little bit of experience yeah. just because if, you know, you've got your starter and then all of a sudden he goes down in a crucial situation and you put the next guy in. We don't want his first snaps to be in that crucial situation. Right. And we were able to do some things last spring that we haven't ever done because the last year didn't count. So eligibility didn't count last year. Right. You know, so if you played a guy here and there just to get him some game reps, it, it wasn't going to hurt him. Obviously, now we're back to kind of normal rules. Sure. So you kind of got to take some of that into, into play because you don't want to waste the kid's, you know, year if you will, on just some snaps just to get snaps. Now, if it's obviously a game situation, meaningful game on the line, then you do what you can do to sure. win the ball game. That, make, that makes perfect sense, Coach. Okay, so coming in first week, uh, ASA coming to town, um, 1 o'clock game, uh, Bruce Field. Tell us how you're feeling going in. Um, wh- what are you looking forward to the most on Saturday? You know, um, I'm just, I want to see our guys go out there and just play. Just go out and have fun. It's, you know, all the preparation and the work that they put in and it's hot and we're out there asking them, being demanding about doing this and that, trying to prepare them. And they do all that stuff just to, for those next three, three and a half hours to go have some fun. So just to watch those guys cut loose, go play. Um, you know, I think keys to victory this week is we're going to have to, 
I think the most disciplined football team, it's game one. There's going to be some mistakes that are going to be made, but can we be a disciplined football team? Can we play between the whistles, not after the whistles? Can we not not make those silly mistakes, get those silly penalties, those foolish penalties that don't have to happen? Can we take care of football? You know, Can we be assignment sound, be disciplined? We're going to mess up. It's the first game. We've got young guys. We've got freshmen playing. It's going to happen, but can we just continue to keep grinding? But it's going to be a great test with an NJCA team coming yeah. in here to kick things off because two weeks it's you've conference. got conference starting and, and you're right into it. So it's going to be a great test, Coach. All right, we are looking forward to seeing you at Bruce Field Saturday, 1 o'clock, the Silver Storm coming in. Hey, Cardinal fans, we need you at Bruce Field this Saturday. Come on down, watch some of the highest level football that you can see in Texas, um, Southwest Junior College football. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it.